Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirim and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now in Masachat Shabbat Tafkuf Chafhei Amud Aleph at the bottom of the Amud. And this will be our final, a little bit longer than usual podcast of this, the 17th para, continuing with issues of Isur Tiltul. And we begin with the 6th Mishnah, Ha'evan Shabbat What this is, is a hollowed out gourd that's used to uh, fill water, and they put a rock in to weight it down. If you fill with it and the rock doesn't fall out, which means it's secured, then it's not operating as a rock, it's operating already as a tool, and it can be used. But if it is so loose that it'll fall out, then you may not uh, use it to fill it up. If you have a grapevine that's tied on, like as a rope, Malin Baba Shabbat, then you can use it again. If it's a pail that's tied on, then you can use it to fill to fill it up. The next Mishnah, Pekach uh, If you have a window, remember windows in their day were just a hole in the wall, and then you have a plug that would fill up the window. So that's the Pekach. If it's tied onto the wall, and it's also hanging in the air, it's not resting on the ground, Pokakinbo, then it's clearly attached to the wall, and it's part of that, you can use it. If not, not. In either case, the question is, what does either case mean? We'll see that in the Gemara. You may use it. We have a Mishnah, Later on in Shabbat, Evan Chavit. You have a rock that's sitting on top of a barrel, holding the barrel cover down. How do you get into the barrel? Mata al tzida You tip the barrel over and it falls over. Okay, It's only true if you forgot it there. Let's say you put it there on purpose. The barrel becomes a basis, the davar hasur, and you can't move the barrel at all. Rav Yosef am Rabbi Asi am Rabbi Yochanan. So we have Raba, a contemporary of Rav Yosef, quoting Rabbi Ami, a student of Rabbi Yochanan, quoting Rabbi Yochanan. Now we have Rav Yosef quoting Rav Asi, the colleague of Rabbi Ami, quoting Rabbi Yochanan. True, that halacha is only if you forgot it there. But now we go in the other direction. But if you put it there purposely, then it is simply a cover of the barrel, and you can move the rock itself. You don't have to tip it. So two opposite positions on what happens if you put it there deliberately. Now, Amar Rabba says, Our perspective, meaning the more uh, stringent perspective, was challenged from our Mishnah. Right, which means that as long as it's tied on, then you can use it. Which means this rock should be movable. Velohi, and then he said, but that's not a challenge because hatam kevadahatka Since you tied the rock in the gourd in our mishnah so so uh, tightly, it really becomes a part of the gourd itself, and therefore it's not operating as a rock. Amar of Yosef, and Rav Yosef said, "Motvin anashmatin." Our more lenient perspective was challenged from this. Imlav and Malimba from the end of our Mishnah that said that if the rock is not tight, you can't use it. The reason is because if it's not tied on tightly, then you're not even thinking of it as part of the pail, as opposed to putting the rock on top of the barrel. Now, where do Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef disagree? 
The question is, when you set something up before Shabbat that normally is out of bounds, and you want to put it in your bounds for Shabbat, do you have to take a real action with it, like tying it down, or not? And we'll see. The Azdu the Tamayu, and they're following their own reasoning. So, so one way, Rabbi Chanina gave this report. Rebbe went somewhere with his students. He found a whole pile of rocks, like, an, like a scaffolding. It was Friday afternoon, and he said to his students, Go out and have intent, so that tomorrow we can sit on these things, on Shabbat. Rebbe did not demand that they do anything. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, this all comes back to Rabbi Yochanan, and disagreed with Rabbi Chanina, Hitzichan Rebbe Maaseh. Now, my Amar Lahu, what was it Rebbe told them to do? So Rabbi Ami, who Rabbi quoted with the more stringent position, said, Amar, Tzuvalamdum, go and set them up for sitting. Amar Lahu. Rabbi Asi, who took the more lenient position, Amar, Tzuvashifshifum, go clean them off. Amar Lahu, it's less, less of an action. Alright, so therefore we see that Rabbi Asi and then following him, Rabbi Yosef took the more lenient position. Itmar, Rabbi Yosef and Shaul Amar, Savar Korotave. It was actually a pile of new boards. Rabbi Yochanan ben Shaul, his brother said, Gashosh Sfinahave. It was actually um, the big oar that's used to navigate the front of the boat when it's coming into, sh- into a dock to make sure that it's not running into ground. Mandamar Gashosh, if the, if the one said that you could take a Gashosh and use it so Koshkan Savar, certainly a pile of new boards. Umandam are Savar, but if you said it was a pile of new boards, Avagashosh Kapidale, Gashosh should be Muktzamachmach Chisarn Kis, because the owner, or the captain of the boat, doesn't want anybody to do anything else with it, so it's stuck in place, sort of like our, uh, uh, plow plug. Now, Zmarashi Kshura. So the end of that Mishnah was the grapevine that's tied on. Kshura in Lok so only if it's tied on. It sounds like it goes against Rashbag Let's say you had a pile of palm branches and you tied them and you put them together to use them for wood, like fuel. And then you changed your mind and said you want to sit on them. You got to tie them up to show that. He said, no, you don't have to tie it. You just have intent. So it sounds like the fact that our grapevine has to be tied onto the pail in order to be able to use it, goes against Flair Rashbag. I'm Rav Sheshet. No, I feel the term of Rishim Gamliel. He would agree with our Mishnah. Here we're talking about a case where the grapevine is still connected to the ground. Then how can anybody use it? That's being Mishnah Mishnah kind of like a tree. The answer is not to be sloshah. If it's lower than three tfachim, then it's not like a tree. Even if it's disconnected, the concern is, and if it's not tied t- tightly, then you may cut it and shape it and everything else. Okay, back to the next Mishnah. Pekach the window. Everybody agrees, you cannot make even a temporary tent, because of Boneh, on Yom Tov, certainly on Shabbat. The question is, if you already have a tent, can you add on to it? You cannot add to an even on Yom Tov. Which by plugging, putting the plug in, you're adding to it. Certainly on Shabbat. You could add even on Shabbat and certainly on Yom Tov. And now in the end of the Mishnah, Chachamim said either way. My Ben Either way, what? 
Amrabi Abba, Amrav Kahana, Bain Kashur, Bain Sheno Kashur, whether or not it's tied on. As long as it's set up for being used as a plug, it can't be just some piece of wood that you decided to stick in. turned to him and said, Why don't you take a more stringent position and say the bain kach kach is whether or not it's hanging on, on the, it's sitting on the ground or hanging in the air, but it has to be tied on. That the same machloket we have here between Rabbeliezer and Chachamim is the machloket we have in Eruvin, Perak Yod, about a door hinge. Now, Negar HaNigrar, if it's dragged on the ground, it's used to lock. You can use it in the Mikdash, but not outside of the Mikdash, because in the Mikdash there's no Shvut. That's the whole end of that Perak in Eruvin. If it's sitting on the ground, you can't use it at all. And that seems to follow Rabbeliezer. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, like the Rabbanan in our case, Hamunach Mikdash If it's sitting on the ground, you could use it only in the Mikdash, and if it's dragging on the ground, which means it's tied on, you could even use it outside of the Mikdash. Vitanya, Ezu Mikdash What is this key that's dragging that you could only use in the Mikdash and not the Medina? As long as it's tied onto the door, it's hanging in the air, and the top reaches the bottom of the ground. Rabbi Yudah disagreed and said that you could even use that outside of the Mikdash. What's Asur outside and Mutar inside? If it's not tied on or hanging. You actually take it out and put it in the corner. So it's not tied on at all, and that you could use in the Mikdash. And he said, who's the author of that Mishnah? Rebeliezer, it's our Rebeliezer. And Rebeliezer is the Chachamim in, in, uh, in that Mishnah. And so therefore, we should argue that our Mishnah, the Chachamim's position, is Ben Kach would mean whether or not it's hanging, but has to be tied on. His answer was, I had a different Tana to follow. The Balabite made a stick to use to open and close the door. If it's hanging, tied on and hanging in the air by the doorway, you can use it. If it's not, you can't use it. As long as it's set up for that, even though it's not tied on. So that represents Chachamim. means Kashur, not Kashur. We actually rule that way. Now, since when does he say we rule that way? The next Mishnah will see. Any covers of Kelim that have a handle, you can pick up. As long as the, the cover itself is considered a cleat. So how can Rabbi Yochanan say that, that you could pick up the stick which is not connected at all? It doesn't have a, not a cleat. You think that the stick that you're using to open the door has a, is it called a cleat? We just saw this, that if you have a pile of palm branches and you changed your mind, says you don't have to tie. You can use them, and they don't have to be called a clee because they're not. The answer is, Rabbi Yochanan agrees with Shem Gamliel about one thing, which is that he can be disconnected, but he does disagree, he says it does have to be a for you to be able to move it. Okay, 
Napacha Pitcha de Veresh Kaluta. So Yitzhak Napacha came to Bavel and was standing outside of the door of the Reish Kaluta and gave the following pronouncement. Halacha Kribaliezer, we rule like Kribaliezer stringently, and the only way you can cover, cover a window is if the cover or the plug is tied on and hanging above the ground. Meti Rav Amram, Rav Amram quoted the last Mishnah in Shabbat, from the story that takes place there with the mikvah, that you can poke a kin, which means you're allowed to plug up a window on Shabbat, against Rav Eliezer. That what you think because it's a stam, therefore that is Rabbanan, and therefore that's the halacha. But the Mishnah and Eruvin, which supports Rabbi Eliezer, is also stam. The answer is Nonetheless, the action that took place at the end of the Mishnah in Shabbat, which was the proof, is a greater proof. Maserav. Okay, the last Mishnah in the para, We just saw this quoted. Any covers of Kelim that have handles can be carried. That's only things that cover the ground. Things that cover Kelim, can be carried whether or not they have a handle. We saw this also. Rabbi Yochanan says you can only move it if the Kli itself has Torah Kli. Everybody agrees that things that cover the ground, like a pit cover, has to have a handle. Kisui kelim and things that cover a kli, like a tanur, even without a handle. Kipliki, where is their disagreement? Kelim that you that you anchored into the ground. Marsava gazrinan that where goes there atu karka marsava lo gazrinan right and. Um, and uh, Rabbi Yossi says, Lo Gazrinan. Leish Nachrinan is another version. Kipligi be kisui tanur. Their disagreement is only about the cover of a tanur. Mar medama le kisui karka. Chachamim say it's like kisui karka. Mar medama le kisui kelim. Rabbi Yossi says, no, it's like kisui kelim, and you do not need a handle. And with that, we come to the end of Parakola Kelim. We will begin the very brief Parakam of Fanim, which we'll do over the course of three podcasts in the next podcast. And in the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.